Welcome to Cultivated, a podcast from Pinewood School. I'm Katie Catrone, Director of Communications at Pinewood School. Last year, a member of our Pinewood community became quite famous. Arnov, class of 2018, became a source of inspiration and a focus of our community's love and support when he was diagnosed with cancer. This past spring, I sat down with Arnov just before graduation to talk with him about his journey through a truly difficult time. I know you're going to hear the authenticity, the humor, the kindness, and the resilience that makes Arnov the remarkable person that he is. No one could introduce Arnoff to you better than our beloved former Upper Campus Principal Mark Gardner did before Arnoff spoke in this past year's graduation ceremony. It's my privilege to introduce our next speaker. What comes to my mind is that we've all had setbacks. Everybody's had setbacks in this room of one kind or another. We've all dealt with hardships. I, I have, you have, everyone has had things go really awry. And, and to me, the character, the, a person of character, if you really have character, if you really are something special, it's how you deal with those setbacks and those hardships. We can all be smiley, everything's great, that's easy. But man, to deal with something that that's, is devastating to you and to deal with it well and to deal with it with courage and fortitude and do everything you can to make those that are aching around you feel better. That's what I've seen this year. And that's what I've seen at every gathering of these seniors there's Arnoff, right there with the biggest smile in the world. And you would, if you said, who's been through some tough times and you had to start picking out who, he might be the last guy you chose because that's the way he's been. And the other thing that's been so remarkable, and again, Tyler touched on it, is the way this senior class has rallied around this situation and, and bonded even more so than they already were. And I just think it's a tribute to the class but more importantly, it's a tribute to our man, Arnoff. It, it, it's, it's just amazing. And, and I, I, I'm humbled by the way and the things I've seen from Arnoff this spring. And uh, it, it's, it's just been amazing. Enough from me. Let's get him up here to talk. Arnoff is an Eagle Scout. <laughs> he, he is the... He is the founder of the Software Entrepreneurship Club. He is the president of the Akashika Patera Bay Area nonprofit organization, which gives meals to children in India. He was the captain of his Fremont squash team, captain of the Pinewood soccer team. Pinewood soccer, captain of the Pinewood soccer team. Did you hear me say that? They were cheering. I couldn't tell. And he will be attending Northeastern University. Arnoff Agarwal. Let's sit down with Arnoff as he shares about the beginning of his journey with cancer. So, um, so I had like a bump on my arm. It was in 10th grade, I first noticed it. They did like MRIs and then they did like a small biopsy and said, you know, it's myositis ossificans, which, which is basically means that, that it's like a lump of muscle and calcium fragments so 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 just like a big a mix of that so it's not a malignant it's just a it's just a bump so i said okay 
but at the end of like November, um, I noticed that my fore that the underside of like my forearm was getting like harder. It was like like my muscles were like getting pushed out or something. We got a MRI again, and then the doctor said that it doubled in size. They said it was uh, osteosarcoma, which means the cells when you like grow um they have cells which like make make bone to like help you grow like make your bones longer so for some reason those those cells started are like producing bone my first thought was like oh shoot but then my second thought was that i have finals But then, like, I talked to doctors and everything. They were like, you know, this is, like, serious stuff. You got to start chemotherapy, like, the following Monday. I had to go through big, fat, like, MRIs. Like, like where they put radiation inside you to, like, see if there's any other cancer cells anywhere else. But it was mainly in the f- forearm, whatever. Um, so... When I went home after all these tests and everything, I, uh, I didn't cry, but I think like my parents, like, like, like it hit them harder. All this was December of my 12th grade. When I first got the diagnosis, like, I had no idea what to think. At first I thought she was actually joking. I mean, there was like a split second. I was like, oh, nice one there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was like crazy. I, I didn't know what, what to think. Should I just like ask, ask more questions about it? Um, so, so, so that part was just, was just crazy. And, and I was like, also like mad. I was like, man, I have, I want to do other things than be inside a hospital. Just like inside the whole, whole of school no one had cancer and it was just me out of all people and I was like mad but then like I go to the hospital and I see these kids younger than me they look like veterans you know they they even though they're like going through all this they they're like they're like smiling laughing some I mean sometimes I hear them crying like inside like the other rooms and stuff but like but like I I think they're like so strong, you know. They're like so small, but going through all this, um, all these things. So you've been exposed to this whole new world mm-hmm. of people who are going through like similar things to what you've gone yeah. through. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you've kind of joined this whole new community. Yeah, yeah. It's people. I had no idea that it existed. Like mm-hmm. I just knew this kind of a, I just I just like knew the quote unquote normal world. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about these sick patients and. I mean, I do see them when, like, for example, athletes, famous athletes go and visit hospitals. I, I mean, I see those videos once in a while, but but no one really knows, like, what those kids go through. When Arnoff was diagnosed with cancer, the Pinewood community really came around him. I asked Arnoff to share a few of his favorite stories that illustrated this support. So one of the biggest things that they all did was like shaving their uh, their heads. Julian Sanchez, he was the first one because because his because his mom is like a barber. 
so I thought that it was only fit that she that she give me like a buzz cut. Um, then she like did it for free and stuff. Um, so Julian and I shaved e- like each other's heads, and then and then his mom came and like fixed everything that <laughs> that we sucked at. <laughs> so um, I went to my house after. And then, and then the middle of like the night, it was like ten or something. I was like wo- watching a movie. Chemo was in two three days. Um, I hear like a knock and do- doorbell, and then I open the other uh, door, and it's like all my friends there, all like sh- with like shaved heads and everything. Who was there? Um, it was it was uh like Jaden, Jaden Jackson, Bo, Jack Cutler, Julian came came back. <laughs> Connor and and then and then the and then my other friends like Sean and David sh- like shaved their heads after first they first they wanted senior uh their like those senior uh, pictures done which like I understand because I because I because I also got got my uh, pictures done um b- uh, before I, I shaved my head so so in the uh, yearbook I have like hair and stuff and it's like yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> everyone has been like supporting me there's like um group chats which um which which i'm not in but like they like made it for themselves so they can plan out when when to go see arna so they so they frequently a visit and i get frequent texts about like yo i'm just checking in how are you do you need anything and like everyone has been so um great to like give me rides because because i don't because i don't really drive too much anymore i mean i can still drive but Mm -hmm. like my brother takes the car mostly and and um so then so every time they're in my area they'll just say yo i'm i'm close by do you want to go out somewhere Mm -hmm. or like or like they'll just come home and just sit uh, I mean, we'll just talk and then they leave and and, and even that's like perfect mm-hmm. and then and then another close friend of mine he he was the one who made the Arna Strong hats so like so I mean like I saw him make uh like send out the uh, link to to our not our grade but just like our close friend group which is like 6, 10 or something mm-hmm. but then I come to school and I see and I see just a sea of pink hats, and I'm like, whoa, this is this is this is something. I like like Mr. Garner said, like you know, I, I um I want one, and then the theater teacher says I want one, and then everyone had one. I was like, okay. You know what? I have one too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and what is their what have their actions taught you about friendship? that like how do I put it into words it's not <laughs> it's like no matter what like we're always here and someone wrote this on like a get well card so that like cancer can like attack your flesh your bones um your cells but it'll never like get your soul so like so I think that's like kind of what like friendship is that you know you could have no arms you could have no legs but like if like people like your heart or like your um 
mind and your soul and stuff you know it doesn't matter about anything else yeah just everyone comes together i i have so for so for the weekend i have to keep saturdays for my school friends and everything and i have to keep sundays for my family friends who are back in fremont and then all my relatives are mostly in india so whenever they like come like there's always the bed ready for them um yeah just like it just uh, like a whole interweb of uh of connections as arnav's battle with cancer progressed his doctors began discussing the possibility of amputating his left arm here arnav shares that next chapter of his journey so uh, so the doctors were bouncing around the the idea, um, but so the so the so, so the problem was that the that the tumor so there's three nerves which like control your arm, and so and so one of them was like compromised so 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 that so that had to go. Um, the second one though was just on like the border of it like like barely touching the uh, the uh, tumor so then they were saying that like because then if you lose two out of the three nerves they like it like it begs the question why even have an arm at that at that point because prosthetics can do more my main surgeon in, in stanford said i think i can save the the nerve but he said that if it's like too compromised you know i'll, I'll, I'll have to kind of say we said okay we'll just go for it because then, because once you cut off an arm, you, like you can't put it back together. There's no yeah, so so we said, okay, just like try and save it, and if we can't, we will just do the amputation. So he did manage to like save it. We were all happy. Um, but the pathologist lab came back. So on one part, they found that there was cancer cells still on the border. So that so that meant that he didn't cut all the way around it. What that eventually meant was that there were still cancer cells inside my arm. We don't know whether or not they're dead or alive because that pathologist is like, you only have one shot to see whether or not the these cells are alive. So, they said that if you don't, if you don't, um, do like an amputation surgery, it will for sure grow back. So we just said, okay, fine. So so we How just did moved feel on. Though, Arnav, to hear those words. It was, I was, I was sad. I was, I was like depressed. I was like, man, we, we celebrated too early. Oh. That and um, because because the pathologist takes two weeks, so we had two weeks of just you know like celebration and everything. So then, you, so then you got this news about the amputation. Got this news, and um, and I was like sad, you know. But then, like as I said, just accept it, adapt, and overcome. Um. So I said, okay, let's just like go for it. The students have been amazing, man. It's um, it like somehow brought the whole grade together. Um. So this year, like especially when I first when I had my surgery um like my amputation surgery out of a grade of 50 i think we fit i think 30 or so in inside my hospital room which is like meant for four people <laughs> i get a text from my brother arnav there are a lot of people coming like two full classes 
you know, <laughs> make sure make sure you have clothes on now <laughs> and then just a stream of people just like come in come in we like on that day we even um saw jackie there because his baby was like born like the like the night before so, so so i think it was on the day of my surgery his baby was like born so then he came up and, and saw me so so i met him so we just had a full like i yeah i just hosted all these all these uh, people even even the nurses i was supposed to take like a medication and stuff but they like poked their heads and was like no oh, it can it can it can wait because they because they couldn't navigate their way all around so how did that feel to see everyone come into the room it was it was like great i like like um it took the pain off my off the surgery um and uh, later on it like turns out that so they have a catheter thing which they like w- which is like a thin tube which they um which they try and like numb my full left 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 arm but it turns out that uh, later on that they uh, missed and like overshot those the nerves so i was like so like i was feeling like the maximum pain you would feel if if you like chopped off your arm so so then so then um so they were just amazed how i could handle that like pain um then and, and, and i just told them that like all that all my friends kind of distracted me from it so i didn't really mind so like 24 hours after my surgery i went home there's no reason to be negative because i because i could sulk in my in my in my room i'll watch watch like countless episodes tv shows and and, and no one would like would like blame me i would have the blinds down just tears running down my face no one no one would tell me like suck it up but then um but what good would that do so 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 i like choose to be positive um i mean sure i don't have a left arm anymore but like everyone understands even even like when i'm buying something from starbucks like the cashier understands so everyone takes their time i i don't want to change my goals i i I, like i didn't want to change my dreams i was dead set on it so then so then it was like that time where i where i started forming like mantras or like philosophically thinking you know this is just a bump in the road for eight months once you once you're done you can continue on continue on because just because there's no reason why why i should why i should change my dreams or goals it's been more than five months since arnav and i sat down together i asked him to send us an update on what life is like for him today Hi, this is Arnav on October 23rd, 2018. I just wanted to give an update on how I was doing. So I finished chemotherapy on August 11th, uh, which was also my dad's birthday. So that was a nice birthday present for him. And all this puts me a little over two months past my last chemo dose. And the question that I'm asked most commonly is, how was life after high school? And... (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't have anything exciting to tell, unlike everyone else and all my friends that are currently attending university. My daily routine consists of my ge- a general courses at 
Community College before I leave for Northeastern in January, the gym, and back home. And sure, every time someone in my grade is in the area, I do meet them, but for the most part, I'm alone. The part that I don't usually mention is that I am thriving, you know? I have completely changed my diet, picked up my favorite sports to play, soccer and squash, and I'm reading more books for fun. That emphasize more on all those, you know, I rarely eat sugar or, or fast food and I monitor all my macros and my calorie intake. I have adapted exercises that I can perform at the gym one-handed so I can exercise both parts of my body. Um, and I've started participating in community matches in soccer and squash. And I've been reading both inspiring and classical books. Um, and I've even limited my social media, Netflix, and other stuff just so I can focus my time in more productive things. And so even though that all my friends are all gone, I'm doing very well and I'm pretty happy. And as I said in my graduation speech, I keep myself going because I have goals that I have yet to accomplish and I can't let anything stop me. And then another question that I'm asked most commonly is how am I doing health-wise? And in that, you know, I'm doing very well. Um, constant exercise and good dieting are helping a lot. My energy is coming back to what it was. And my hair is in full throttle coming back. I have a beard going and I want to see where it goes despite my family heckling me at every turn. And despite all that's happened, Mentally, I'm perfectly content. I'm in control of my emotions and I'm choosing how I feel. So some final words that I have would be that with social media, self-help specialists and life articles, people think it's not okay for life to suck sometimes. But the truth is life is full of problems. Some have better problems than others but you can't change the cards you are dealt. When you choose the problems you want to solve, take responsibility for your actions and emotions and have good values and goals in your mind, you can get through any adversity. And I know how cheesy it sounds, but it's true. Some of you listening might not understand or this might resonate with others, but just know it's how you respond to setbacks that separate oneself from the rest. Signing off, this is Arn of Uggerwall, Pinewood Class of 2018. Thank you, Arnav, for sharing your story with us. We love you, we miss seeing you around campus, and we continue to wish the very best for you and your bright future. Today's episode features music from Take Notes performance at the class of 2018's graduation ceremony. Special thanks to producer Mike Matthews. Mike Matthews.